Welcome to the Functional Nutrition Podcast. I'm your host, Erin Holt. I'm a functional medicine nutritionist with a feisty attitude in over a decade of clinical experience. I work with women all over the world through my online programs, and I'm also the founder of the Functional Nutrition Academy, a 12-month practitioner mentorship where I help other nutrition pros level up with functional medicine methodologies. I've got a bone to pick with diet culture and the conventional healthcare model that are both systematically failing so many of us. Creating a new model is my life's work, and this is what the show's all about. Please keep in mind this podcast is created for educational purposes only and should never be used as a replacement for medical diagnosis or treatment. If you like what you hear today, I'd love for you to subscribe, leave a review in iTunes, share with a friend, and keep coming back for more. Thanks for joining me. Now let's dive deep. Hello, friends. Today I am releasing something I have not released before. This is a webinar that I did for um, the last time we were enrolling new students into the Functional Nutrition Academy. So this is definitely an episode for practitioners who are considering the program. However, if you're not a practitioner and you're just interested in the world of functional medicine and nutrition, I do talk about a lot of the pressing issues that I see in this space So you might find this episode interesting. You might find what I have to say interesting. Anyway, now if you are interested, if you're on the wait list, if you filled out an application form, we are going to offer you early access enrollment. So this is before we even open it up publicly. August 9th, so mark your calendars, August 9th, we're going to open up enrollment to the wait list first. There's still time to get on it. Just head to the functional or functionalnutritionacademy.com and fill out an application form. We'll add you to the wait list. You will be able to save $500 and the first 10 enrollees, enrollees, is that how we say it? Students, um, will get, I'm so excited about, can you hear how excited I am? Um, you'll get a strategy session with me. So we will go through your business goals. We'll talk about ways to strategize everything. We'll just really unpack all of that. So again, save the date. Now, full disclosure, we do reward fast action decision. Um, just from a marketing perspective, it makes things easier on our end. So that's why we do that. However, I am not a hard sell. I am not somebody who pushes someone else into a sale. I am not going to jack up your nervous system just to make a buck. That's just not my vibe. I We talk a lot. There's a lot of business modules in the Functional Nutrition Academy. We talk all about selling and marketing and my unique views on it. And that's just not something that I'm willing to do. The work that I do in this world is to lead people back to themselves. And I believe that my clients are their own best teachers. And I believe the same for you too. I trust that you know what's best for you. And I'm always trying to pull that out of you. So if you're like, I want to do this, like every fiber of my being wants this program, but there's a few things standing in the way. Well, we can unpack those things that are standing in the way. I'm all about getting people out of their comfort zones because in my opinion, excellence and comfort rarely coexist. And I'm here for your excellence. However, I never want to push you past what your nervous system deems safe. So if you're on the fence or you just want to learn more, I will also be offering a live stream Q&A event on Wednesday, August 11th. Um, 
we've been fielding specific questions by email and we're happy to continue to do that. But if you want the chance to ask me direct questions and talk face to face, this is the, this is the place to do this. It will be by invite only. So you just have to fill out the short application form, um, on, on the website in order to, um, to get the invite to that. One of the questions that we're getting a lot is about tangible ROI. So I wanted to really uh, give you some specific details about this. Stay tuned for next week's show. I will talk specifics. I will actually talk about how I grew my business and specific, specific obstacles that I had to overcome in order to do so. So I think you'll really enjoy that one. And I'll also talk about specific ROI uh, from folks that are currently in the Functional Nutrition Academy or graduated. Uh, I guess if there's one thing that I could tell you before I hit play, one thing I could tell you about the Functional Nutrition Academy is that it's not the school for someone who's just looking to get a certification for the sake of certification. This is truly for the person who wants to be a good clinician, for the person looking for the understanding and the skill set required to be a good practitioner. And you know, that just doesn't happen in 12 weeks or in six months. That's This is why the program is as long as it is. It's because I want to give you everything and I can't give you everything. I can't limit myself and promote it as like the best program I can create if it's like I'm trying to wrap it up in like three months. You know, we just can't do that. However, however, my goal is to get you implementing things right away. So it's not like you have to wait until the end of the program to start implementing these functional medicine modalities. Absolutely not. In fact, I encourage you to go for it. And when you have an extensive support team built out for you, so if you f- you don't feel like you're going this alone, right? You We have Q&As. We meet every other week as a group. We have um, lab analysis. So if you're going over, you ordered a lab for a client and you're like, oh my gosh, I don't really know what I'm doing here. I need some help. We have that built in. You can schedule one-on-one appointments. We have a tremendous amount of of support built in. So we got you. We want to give you the best of the best. That is my goal to build the best, most comprehensive functional nutrition program out there. But I also want you to feel like you can just go for it with in the container of the program because you feel so supported. So that, that's that. Um, let me press play. You can hear, you can hear me riff on all things functional medicine and functional nutrition. So excited to connecting with all of you guys. And, um, yeah, I'm really just pumped about this. Today, we're going to go over a lot of the questions that people have asked. So my goal is to make sure that any like cue that you've had, I'm going to provide the A2 today. And whenever I start anything, I always kind of say a little like, whatever happens here today, may it be for our highest and best. And our means me, and it also means you. It means all of us together. So I'm hoping that this video will help you make a decision for yourself that is going to serve your highest and best. Your highest and best might look a little different than somebody else, okay? So really, I'm hoping to clear up some, some confusion. Um, the, right out of the gate, I got to let you know that I cannot credential you and I cannot license you. That should be fairly obvious, but I wanted to say it. Um, this is why we're super clear on the FNA landing page about who this program is created for and the prereqs, like the we, we do have an expectation that you have a background in, in nutrition to some extent. This is not a step one program. This is really like 
next level higher education uh, program. So we are really conscientious about who we're inviting into the program. And we even screened all of the applicants for this, for this, this call. Um, so if you're here, know that we think you're a good candidate um, for sure. But credentialing is not the problem for most of the people that I talk to. So I talk to professionally and even work with, like people hire me, RDs with their masters, um, even folks that have been through IFM, Institute for Functional Medicine. Um, am I saying that right? Anyway, um, IFM training or have gone through the IFNA program, Integrative and Functional Nutrition Academy. And they're still unsure how to pull all of this information together and put it into practice. That is like the gaping hole that I was seeing is that, oh, geez, all right, well, credentialing isn't the problem and education isn't the problem and training isn't the problem. The problem is making that connection. There's like a missing link in the chain, making that connection of like, how do I implement this work into my practice? How do I do it? Um, I did. I have received a couple of times a question like, what's the difference between your program and IFNA? Or why should I choose your program over the Insti uh, Integrative and Functional Nutrition Academy? And one thing that I won't do is disparage uh, another training program in order to sell my own. That, that feels really lousy to me. I personally have gone through IFNA. I think it's a tremendous program. I would say the primary difference between between that program and mine is that mine focuses a little bit more or a lot more on uh, practical application. So IFNA doesn't go over labs and how to analyze labs and how to put people on protocols and like step-by-step -step procedures of things. That's really where, where, again, the missing link was the hole that I wanted to fill. So my program kind of slots in right here to this, this hole after talking to multiple, many, many, many practitioners and being like, I've done all of these things, but I, I still don't know how to like utilize this information on actual people. Um, obviously a question that is coming in is like, how do I know if this program is right for me? It really depends on your goals. What are your goals? You have to get clear on your goals. No one else can do that for you. It sucks. I've tried. I've even asked Lauren to be like, hey, can you tell me what to do with my life, please? It doesn't work, right? We have to get really clear on like, what do we want to do? What's our, what are our career goals? What are our financial goals? What do we want to do? How do we want to practice? We have to get clear on that. So there's, there's really no way that we can say, yeah, this is the right thing for you unless we know what your goals are. So I always approach everything is, is this decision going to take me closer to my goals. So if your goals are the following, you're looking to find real solutions for people in a clinic or a private practice setting. That's, that's kind of the key there. Um, we had a, an ER nurse apply here who was, who was highly credentialed, but the, the, the methodologies that we use here, you're not going to be able to utilize them in an ER setting. You're not right. So it wouldn't be a good fit for her based on what her career goals were to stay in, in the ER setting. But if you want to do, you want to implement this into private practice or into clinic setting, then yes. If you're looking to dig deeper and go beyond your conventional training to offer real sustainable results, right? You want to help people. You want people to feel better. You want to solve the problems that the medical community couldn't solve for them. When people come up shorthanded, they're like, I feel like hot garbage, and yet I have no answers and I have no solutions. If you want to slot in there and be like, I can, I can help, 
this is the program for you. If you feel paralyzed by all of the information that you've gleaned up into this point, but still have no idea how to put it into practice, you know, you, you might have a lot of information up here. Are you use, utilizing it, right? You might have multiple folders and files on your computer jam-packed with information. Are you putting it into practice, right? That is something that we have to do. Let's take a quick break to thank our show sponsor, Coyote River Hemp Co., they're doing really awesome stuff in the whole CBD and hemp world. They are using sustainable agriculture, community engagement, regenerative farming practices, really good stuff. I personally have been using their products, their CBD products for on and off for a few years now. And I have to tell you, this is the God's honest truth that I just feel better when I am consistently taking CBD. I go through periods where I take it every day. I go through periods where I do not. And I just feel more even keeled, more calm. And when I'm taking it daily, I honestly feel like I just don't feel stressed out. And, you know, that's not easy to say in today's world. So check them out, coyoteriverhempco.com. The tincture that I use is the thousand milligram full spectrum hemp oil. However, if you're first starting out, you don't necessarily need to go for the big guns. You can start with the 500 milligram, save some coin and see how you do at the lower dose. That's really what I would recommend, but check them out. Use code FUNK10 to save 10% off of all of your purchases. Um, here's exactly why I decided to create this program. Um, I did just see something in the chat. Uh, how much of the program can be applied to pediatric population? I zero, zero. I don't do peds at all. Super, not my skill set. So that is a, is a really good question that I can give a really direct answer to. Um, all right. So why I decided to create this program. So this is me, a little ba uh, baby air bear. Uh, this was our final day of labs, um, or excuse me, of, of tests. Um, uh, right before we graduated from dietetics school. And I had no idea what I was going to do. I think anyone that's graduated college can relate to that like sinking feeling of despair. Like, oh my God, now what? Now what do I do with the rest of my life, right? And that's exactly how I was feeling here. And I knew that I didn't want to practice conventionally. I knew that that didn't sit right with me, um, but I didn't know what my next steps were. And it wasn't like there was this like clearly laid out path. It was not this. I had to do a lot of bushwhacking. I had to just kind of like piecemeal my continuing education and figure things out. This is back in 2010. There, functional medicine and, and functional nutrition wasn't, wasn't nearly as popular as it is now. There wasn't a lot of opportunity and availability for me. So I just kind of had to like slap it together. And that has taken a decade. And so originally I was like, my goal is originally to, ha to help other practitioners not have to go through 10 years of figuring stuff out. Um, and that was like my original goal of this. I, it was kind of part of my five-year plan. I didn't think it was going to happen so quickly, but I started doing one-on-one -on -one mentorship. So I started working individually with a small amount of practitioners. And I really quickly realized that the baseline knowledge wasn't there. So let's say somebody hired me as a mentor to help them go over a GI map, for example. I would try to explain things and treatment strategies and realize that they that the fundamental knowledge that they needed for me to explain what was happening in the lab wasn't there. It was really challenging to do. There's a reason why my program is 12 months. 
right? We need to have a deep understanding of mechanisms of how the human body works of if this, then this, and this, and this, and webs on top of webs on top of webs. It's really complex. But if you're going to be doing complex clinical work, then you should have an understanding of complex human anatomy and what's going on on a, a biomechanical and physiological level. Um, because running functional labs doesn't make you a functional practitioner. It doesn't. Sucks, but it's true. Um, there's something that I'll say over and over again, the protocol doesn't exist. So we're looking to do a lab, find the problem and slap a protocol on top of it. And that's really not how it works. A good skilled clinician is, is not going to do that. Um, we had somebody reach out who was saying that she was worried that there wasn't going to be enough business training in this program. And she didn't have any training in functional anything. Um, she was an RN, but with no, no nutrition training and no functional training. And I was like, the business isn't the most important thing for you. You actually have to do the education, right? You have to do the training. You have to, you have to dive into um, like the, like the murky underbelly of like what people actually need. It, I will say that I think some folks focus on the wrong thing. They focus on building a big business or building an, an awesome website, getting the headshots, looking really good on Instagram, right? Having pretty branding and all of that stuff is important, but it's not more important than your craft. It's not more important than your craft. And I think we do a huge disservice to our potential clients if we're focused on the wrong thing. If you focus on your craft, that is the best marketing tool there is because you're going to get people good results. And the people that get good results are going to tell other people. I have invested very, very little in, in marketing, very little money in marketing, because I have always made my craft number one. I want to be a good clinician, right? So that is really important to me. And that will, is something that we'll keep coming back to in this program. Not all functional practitioners are created equal. There's a lot of people, and I'm sure a lot of you, you all have seen this, that are just kind of claiming the term functional without adequate training or experience. Just because you can run a functional lab doesn't mean you're a functional clinician. So I started noticing that I was getting a lot of messages um, like these. I've been listening to your to you for years. I realized um, I had some internal garbage going on. I sought help from a functional nutritionist and you are far more educational and informative than the help I got. I was expecting someone like you and didn't get that. I've learned a lot and I've taken a lot away from your work and I want to say thank you. And this isn't just to like build me up and be like, rah, rah, Erin is so great. This is more to say that we hear the term functional and we're like, oh, all functional nutritionists have to be the same. And it, it's not the case. You know, some functional nutritionists have more experience or have really honed their craft, have studied more, have practiced more. And that's going to make a big difference in your clients and what they receive. Um, this is another one um, that I'm get, starting to get a lot because I think Dutch tests or GI map stool tests are really kind of the new kid on the block or they're gaining in popularity. So like even like the average Joe is starting to understand what these testing do. And so they're going and they're asking their, their clinicians for them. And some people will order them and they come up shorthanded. Um, so people are reaching out to me just for lab analyzation. I don't do that, but they're, I'm, I'm getting a lot of requests. I need help understanding this test that I just got. The naturopath that I've been working with is coming up way short. And then this is another similar uh, email. I'm reaching out because I've been working with a functional medicine practitioner and had done a Dutch test a couple of months ago. She's gone over the results with me, but I'm honestly apprehensive with her interpretation. 
Uh, she was the first client that I, that she ran the test on, right? So I'm getting a, a massive influx of these and it's just helping to underscore this message that like not all functional medicine practitioners practice the same. So my goal is to make sure that we're all being good clinicians. Um, my personal technique is a total mixed bag of tricks. It's not anything I've gleaned from one training. It's really like what I've accumulated over the past 10 years. One, the a few things that I do really well is I help people feel validated. I help them feel understood and it gets them results. And I know that it works because I've seen it work for years. And over the past few years, I've felt this really intense pressure to say yes to everyone. I, Lauren can attest to this. I don't like turning people away. I don't like saying no. Um, and it's not even a financial thing. It's a, I know I can help these people and I don't know where else to send them. And that is the truth of the matter. We get requests from referrals or for referrals all of the time. And I'm like, I, I don't know where to send you. I mean, fortunately we have the, um, the, the people going through this program, we're going to build out a referral network of, of, folks who have been trained through me. So that makes me feel better. But, but, um, but that's been a real challenge, honestly, because I know that there's other functional practitioners out there, but I don't know that they're doing the level of work that I'm doing. And people will say, I resonate so much with your message. Can you recommend someone that does exactly what you do? And I'm like, I can't actually. Um, and then I started to get an uptick of people saying, I resonate so much with your message, I want to do what you want to do. And so that's really how this program uh, became born. The biggest problem in functional nutrition today that I see, and whether or not you sign up for my program, I want you to walk away with this knowledge and don't do this. <laughs> don't, don't do this. It's what I refer to as template medicine. I've got a protocol for that because a lot of the functional medicine trainings are really steeped in this idea of template medicine. Oh, you have leaky gut? I got a protocol for that. You have H. pylori? I got a protocol for that. I've been really underwhelmed with the vast majority of trainings that I've done that just slap a protocol on it onto everything. Because once you're in the trenches and working with people all of the time, you realize that the, the protocol doesn't work for everybody. And then what do you do? And then what do you do when the protocol doesn't work? Well, you have to think critically. Oh dear. And I just feel like this reliance on template medicine, we've lost the art of listening. We've lost the art of thinking critically. And that's what functional medicine is supposed to be all about. That's why it's supposed to be different than conventional medicine. It's supposed to be different than a pill for every ill. And yet here we are kind of adopting the same ideologies as conventional medicine. Um, there's also this template testing so like, if you come to me, I'm going to run all of these tests. We've become overly reliant on labs. And I heard somebody say that the best clinician isn't the one that runs the most labs, but it's the one who runs the least amount of labs that can use the most discretion with what labs they run. And I really appreciated this. Um, I've talked to quite a few people who work at large functional medicine lab companies, and I'm really surprised at their experience. So they, they're clinicians that work for these labs that help other clinician analyze the labs. I'm not going to name any names. Um, but the number one question that they get is, what do I do? What do I do here? 
So their job is to help clinicians analyze labs. Their job is not to do the clinician's job for them. And it really infuriates me that we're going to ask our clients or our patients to cough up hundreds of dollars for these functional lab testing, lab testing that we don't know how to analyze and we don't know what to do with the results. That to me is a problem. That to me is a problem. I know everybody wants to add labs to their practice, but do you have the skill set and the understanding to actually do that? This is so funny. I grabbed this from Dr. Datis Karazi and I like LOL'd when I first saw this. So this is clinical levels of skill <coughs> and confidence. It's like a bell curve. When we first start, the very brand Nubian, we're like, we suck. I don't know anything. And then we like, okay, we start to work with people. We start to get some good results. And we're like, all right, pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. And then we hit this like peak of like, I am amazing. I am amazing. I remember this happened a few years ago. I'm so embarrassed to tell this story, but I'm going to tell it anyway to prove my point. My mom was down in Florida and her chiropractor diagnosed her with SIBO, not based on any test. I think he did muscle testing or did something when he was like, you have SIBO and put her on a ton of oregano oil. And I was so pissed. I was so mad. I was like, mom, what are you doing with this? Like, this is ridiculous. And I'm like, if you're going to talk about SIBO, I'm like, he doesn't know what he's talking about. I'm an expert on SIBO. I literally said those words. I'm an expert on SIBO like four years ago. Four years later, I could tell you with certainty, I am not an expert on SIBO. However, however, in that intermediate phase, you better believe I was like, I'm amazing and I'm an expert. Anyway, uh, then we kind of start to be like, I'm not, I'm, I'm okay, I'm okay. And then finally, we're like, I suck, but I'm going to try to figure this out. And usually what happens is that when we start to practice, we get some pretty straightforward clients, right? And then the more experienced we get, the more we start to attract clients that have more kind of like tricky, uh, like, uh, I'm not really sure. This is a really chronic condition. Do I know what I'm doing? Do I know what I'm doing? And then we kind of like totally bottom out and we lose complete faith in ourselves. But if we can keep coming back to that idea that I'm going to figure this out, that, that makes a good clinician. I think that is why it is my scrappiness and my tenacity that has made me a good clinician because I'm always willing to say, I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to figure this one out. So the advanced practitioner, and again, this is from Dr. Detise, I have no idea what to do. I will need to sit down and conduct a very detailed medical history, look at your past medical records, do a comprehensive examination, possibly order some new labs, see, possibly order some new labs, and then try to put all of the pieces together. At that time, I'm still not confident in my approach. We will need to see how you respond and try various approaches to work through the different mechanisms of your case. This is a screen grab that I took from a Facebook group. And it, I just, it warms my heart when I read this. So this was a patient talking about her interaction with her doctor. And the doctor said to her, right now, I don't know what is wrong, but I will help you find the answers. Then she goes on to say, no physician has ever said that to me. Oh, I just like feel the resonance about that. I'm like, that is the person that I want to be. That's the clinician that I want to be. I don't have all the answers and I'm fully comfortable saying that, but I want my people to feel supported. I want them to feel like I'm on their team. I want them to feel like I'm on their side and I want them to know that I will fight for them. And I would say that's the biggest thing to do as a practitioner, get comfortable with saying, I don't know get comfortable with, there's no way that you can know all of the things. So get comfortable with saying, I don't know, be willing to dive in and figure it out. Don't make false claims. 
you can provide hope without providing promises because the truth of the matter is you don't know if you can get somebody better. You don't know that. You're going to try your damnedest, but you don't know. Nothing trumps clinical experience. And here's like, this is kind of a catch 22 because you're going to, you're going to get good the more experience you get, right? But you don't have experience out of the gate. So you kind of have to start somewhere and that's perfectly okay. That is okay. That's to be expected. That is the benefit of studying with somebody else and whoever you decide to study with. I highly recommend mentorship. I highly, if it's not me, let it be somebody else. Be sure you're studying with someone who has worked with hundreds, if not thousands of clients. Otherwise, they're just talking theory and you get stuck in that same rut. Experience allows you to address the question, what happens if? What happens when the protocol doesn't work? Where do you go from there? What do you do? And this is where template functional medicine fails. There's no space for what happens if. So if, if I want to see how many in the group can relate to this. Is this you? There's so many people that are coming out of these trainings, but they're not knowing how to put anything into practice, right? They're missing that clinical application piece, like the boots on the ground work. How do I actually implement this with human beings? I always use this analogy. I will never tire of it. I, I did a yoga teacher training back in 2010 and I started teaching in 2011. And uh, my teacher training was really good and I felt really confident and I was excited to teach my first class and I get out there and I'm like saying words and the people aren't doing what I'm saying. I'm like, you know, raise your right leg. And like people are looking around the room and I'm like, what's going on? When you start practicing anything, whether it's nutrition or teaching yoga, you realize that you actually have to figure out how to take the stuff that's in here and organize it in a way that's going to come out of here so people understand it. That's a real kick in the head. I'm telling you, that's a real wake up call the moment you're like, oh, geez. So that is really what we focus on here as well. Um, I've noticed that there's this obsession with collecting letters after your name, but people aren't focused enough on the actual practice. Um, I've, I've had this conversation with a bunch of colleagues of mine, and here are some uh, quotes that I really resonated with. Credentials don't have a monopoly on knowledge. Oof. Um, listen, I've, I've been the practitioner for nutrition professionals who are far more credentialed and in, in studied than I am. Just because you have the credential doesn't necessarily mean that you have the ability to help people. Um, you glean so much invaluable experience working at a job, but you don't walk away with more credentials. I was like, that's a good point. Would you rather have more letters after your name or would you rather have the clinical skills to help your patients? I was like, oh, damn. I don't think the two have to be mutually exclusive, by the way, but that, that was a good perspective shift for some folks. Um, I joke about this all of the time. IIN, Institute for Integrative Nutrition versus Dietetic School. I went to both, so I, can, I think I can talk about them and poke fun at them equally. Um, dietetic School, and many of you here can relate to this, that's kind of like beaten over our heads. Like you'll never be good enough. You'll never know enough. You'll always be in school, stay learning, like make sure you're not punching above your weight. Like we're kind of like beaten down into submission a little bit. And so I, I will say my RDs are some of my least confident people. Cause they're like, are you sure I can do this? Can I do this? Can I do this? I'm a little nervous about this. Um, whereas health coaches out of IIN, like day one, they're like, you have everything you need right now in this moment to help anybody ever. And I'm like, is that true though? I think we have to meet somewhere in the middle. Um, 
when an RD comes to me and they're worried about like, how do I get started or what do I do? I have to remind you, you're the expert in nutrition. You're the expert here. You're going to be working with people who don't know about, as much about nutrition as you do. So you should feel confident starting out. You, you got this. Uh, and I o- always gently remind people that there are health coaches out here, out there who went to a, you know, a two-day seminar on nutrition that's doing the damn thing. So you can do the damn thing too. I think we have to have a healthy meeting, meeting in the middle. Now let's talk about money because it's like one of my favorite topics. I think um, women have been socialized to not talk about money and it really does us a massive disservice because whether or not you like it, money is power. And if you're not allowed to talk about money, then you don't get to understand money. If you don't understand money, then there goes your power. So in um, part of my journey and even my health journey, like my healing journey included understanding money. So let's get down to brass tacks. How can investing in this program increase your revenue? And if you're not thinking about your revenue, if you're not thinking about your bottom dollar quite yet, I definitely encourage you to start. Because if you run your own business, you're a business person, right? So start thinking about that paper. Again, if you're thinking, I want to, like, maybe you've listened to my podcast or followed me on social media and you're like, I really want to do that, that level of work that she's doing. This is the program to do it. I am throwing at you everything that I know. Transparency and integrity are the bedrock of every single thing that I do. So I share dirt. I'm going to share my wins. I'm going to share my lessons. I'm going to share my real world examples of how I set boundaries with actual people. You'll see exactly how I work, how I interact with clients. There's no trademarked trade secrets where I'm like, I'm not going to give you like the dirt. Uh, I'm going to give you all of the dirt. That's part of what you're paying for is to see how somebody else runs their business. That is absolutely invaluable. It's what I wish that I had for sure because I would have made a lot less mistakes along the way, I think. Uh, the investment. When you think about the investment, understand you're investing in school and education. You're going to learn a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. You're also investing in mentorship and a community, right? So you get all of these things. Um, you can ask questions, right? That is something that was missing in in many of the programs that I've done um, is the ability to ask questions and get them answered. Um, I have hired one-on-one mentorships. I've hired mentorships in group programs, and I'm trying to kind of like bring in the best of, best of all of the worlds here. Now, if you're not used to investing in yourself, this can feel really scary. Uh, but what I will tell you is that investing in mentors provided me with the tools, knowledge, and skills to effectively communicate and help people. So if you're saying, I want to do what you do, the way that I'm doing this is because I've invested in mentorship. I've invested in my business. Every single time I invested in my business, my revenue increased. Every single time without exception. It's so scary. But once you make that investment and you see it on the other side, it becomes a lot less scary. I will tell you that. The biggest investment I ever made was, I thought it was 20,000, but it actually might've been less than that. It might've been 16,000, but it was, it was a chunk of coin. And up until that point, I had not spent any amount of money close to that. It was a 12 month program. And I just got this like gut sense that I'm like, this is, this is something that I, I want to do. All the kind of stars aligned. When I told my husband how much it cost, he was like, okay. But I had saved money. I had made money in my business. I had saved money in, my, in business and I invested back into my business. And there's something about throwing down coin. And I think it does two things, like a, a chunk of coin. 
One, on the more spiritual side of things, I feel like you're communicating to the universe or whoever, you know, like the, the higher beings that you believe in. I feel like you are claiming like, I'm ready. I'm ready to take the next step. I'm ready to take the next step forward. I'm ready to take the next step in my career. There's like something about it that like has this energy effect. And then practically speaking, when you put money down, you bet your ass you're going to, you're going to invest your time and do something with that. So my, I was like motivating myself within three months of being in that program is a 12 month program within three months. I made that money back. No problem. Like times two. So, and it wasn't because I just took everything I was learning and I put it into another, you know, into a, another program. I, there was just something about feeling motivated to actually act on that big decision that I made. Um, I built out YHR, Your Hormone Revival, while I was in this program. And again, I did not utilize the information from the program to build my own program. That would be illegal and sloppy and poor form and gross, and I would never do that. Um, But there was something about like, I was in that creative phase of just like learning new information and like churning and, you know, all of that. Um, To date, Your Hormone Revival has made me over $150,000. So now I feel like so much more confident invest continuing to invest in my business because I'm like, I know I'm going to make that money back. So there does have to be a little bit of trust in yourself. You have to bet on yourself, right? This, that is what I keep coming back to. I'm willing to bet on myself because I know I'm not going to let myself down. Practically speaking, we also have ways to like help you make your money back. Month six, so right smack dab in the middle, month six is integration month. So we pause on the course curriculum. We pause on like the new content. And instead we talk about how to implement this stuff, how to create your own program. You get access to my Eat to Achieve program to see how like programs are built out. Um, We talk about creating a launch runway, which I think is a term that I got from Kate Northrup, but it's not like, listen, if you build it, they won't come. That's a a myth. That's a mythity myth, myth, myth. You need to nurture your audience. You don't just pop in and be like, yo, I got something for sale. You want to buy it? Nobody's going to buy from you. It's one of my pet peeves on social media. People just show up when they want the sale. You have to nurture your audience. And you can start to do that before you even think you're ready. And in fact, I encourage you to do exactly that. So that is what month six is all about. And then we have month 12, which is where most of the business modules live. And this includes money mindset. This includes self-worth work. I'm putting all of the resources I use to change my relationship to earning. And the reason that that book is there is because this weekend, I pulled out some of my uh, business and my money books and I was just kind of flipping through them. And uh, this book was gifted to me in 2013 by a friend, signed by the author, no big deal, no big deal. Um, But I didn't read it until like 2017 or 2018. And what came out of this I took notes. There was this little piece of paper and I had written down some goals for myself in my financial goal. And again, I don't know the exact date. It was about three years ago. It could have been a little bit more, but I think it was like three years ago. My financial goal was to make $4,000 a month through Aaron Holt Health. And I read this and I was downstairs in my kitchen and I like started crying and I like told my husband and like we both started tearing up because guys, I'm making a lot more than that right now. A lot more. We can talk specifics when you're in the program, 
But what I also found was a note that I had written in the margin. And it said, I am capable of handling this. Because for the longest time, I did not feel like a capable adult. I didn't feel capable of running a business or of making money. So I had to work on limiting beliefs and inner beliefs before I could get ready to take the next step in my career. So when I'm talking about money, it's not just like stack and paper, although that's great too. It's like really diving in and doing some like inner excavation work. So you can look forward to that. Let's take a quick sec to shout out show sponsor Organifi. Uh, you guys have been loving the glow so far. It's a newer product. Um, New to you, not really new to me because they sent it to us, I think in the wintertime. Anyway, we've been drinking it. It's kind of like raspberry lemonade, if I could put a taste to it. And it is, it enhances your own collagen production. So that's the big question that I've been getting asked. How much collagen is in it? Zero. There's no collagen. It's a vegan product. But a lot of my clients will ask for a vegan collagen source without realizing that there is no such thing because collagen is sourced from animals. So this is not a protein source like collagen is. It just provides the nutrition for you to produce your own collagen. So it's called glow because it gives you that glowy skin, that hydration look, but it's delicious. I love drinking it during, it's been a very, very hot, humid summer here. So I have been drinking it just like when water won't cut it, you know, you know, you can only drink so much water in the summer. I feel like, like give me all the Organifi powders. So you can shop the link in the show notes or head to Organifi.com forward slash funk, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com, and that will save you 20%. Okay. I do want to give you a couple of snapshots of what practitioners who are currently in FNA are saying. So they started in April, so or excuse me, they started in August. So they're in like month seven right now, okay, to give you some background. One person said, I'm actually learning how to put these things into practice. This, um, this particular woman, she is an RD. She works at a functional medicine clinic. She went through IFM. I think she might've done if now, but I'm not sure. She is smart as a whip, smart as a whip. She built her, she started a blog and an Instagram doing recipes and like food blogging. And she was petrified of switching over into the more functional medicine space, petrified of like actually doing that on our Instagram. And to me, it's just so funny what we get, like get in our heads about, cause I'm just, I was like, just do it, just do it. You're so smart get out there and do it. And she was so nervous about it. Um, but this is a DM from us that we were writing back cause she finally went for it. And she said, I needed the practice building modules for the push. So that integration month, month six, I started seeing some big things out of her because she went for it. She started integrating it, right? And she started implementing a lot of what we were learning, not only in her practice with, with clients, but also in, you know, in her content marketing. So I thought that was really cool. Um, somebody else said, I just wanted to share that yesterday was my last day at the hospital that I worked at for the last three years. It was bittersweet, but I'm excited to finally have the time and energy to focus on my functional nutrition private practice. Thank you, Aaron Holt, for an incredible mentorship. It has helped me feel more confident with diving into the next chapter of my career. And I'm giggling because it says Aaron Holt. I, I copy and pasted this from our Facebook group. So she tagged me. That's why it says my full name. <laughs> you do not need to call me Aaron Holt. Okay. Aaron is fine. And then finally, uh, investing in 
FNA was one of the most rewarding educational investments I've ever made. Not only does it provide you with very important and overlooked information, it integrates and makes sense of all of it clinically. It prepares you to be a good clinician and uh, not oversimplifying its job, not forgetting the human component of it. It provided me with precious and diversified resources and above all, faultless support and ongoing guidance from Erin. It also provided the flexibility necessary for self-pacing your learning without getting lost. I could not re recommend it enough and it's not even over. I'm blushing a little bit. My cheeks are a little hot. All right, this is the final thing I wanna say before I open up for the Q&A. I am here for your greatness. I won't sleep on your come up. I'm not going to do that. I won't let you. Um, this is a quote from Barbara Stanny from Sacred Success. Greatness is fueled by passion, by purpose, by doing what you were born to do. It's why you're here. It's the truth of who you are. It's what your soul yearns for. And it's what the world desperately needs. Greatness is where your real power resides. I am here for your greatness. That is part of what I want to do. I want you to live your soul's purpose. I want you to live your passion. I do it for other people of, in my life and I will do it for you too. I want you to wake up on Monday morning, like stoked that it's Monday morning because you get to work. You get to do what you want to do. You get to do exactly what you want to do. No more Sunday scaries. Thanks for joining me for this episode of the Functional Nutrition Podcast. If you'd like to submit a question to the show, fill out the contact form at erinholthealth.com. If you got something from today's show, don't forget, subscribe, leave a review, share with a friend, and keep coming back for more. Take care of you.